Hello and welcome to the Stage Spot Podcast, a place where we talk to performers, creatives and fans about all things theatre. Hosted by Tim Talks Theatre's founder, Tim Todd. So, would you be able to introduce yourselves? Uh, so, my name is Ariella. Um, my pronouns are they, she. Um, I'm a white person with dark brown short curly hair um, and dark brown eyes. Um, in terms of uh, what, what I'm doing on the project, I'm the playwright. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Hi, I'm Sophie. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the producer of Hive. And I'm a white woman with brown curly hair, also a bit longer than Ariella's. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, would you be able to tell us uh, two truths and one lie about yourselves? Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> Cheeky, cheeky. Okay. Um. All right. I I can do it. Um. I. I once. Um. I once. Uh, <laughs> sang on CNN for George W. Bush. I, um, the American anthem. I'm not American. Uh, <laughs> I, I once got, uh, stuck in an airport overnight due to fog and slept on a bench. And, uh, I'm, I'm really good at tap dancing. That's brilliant. Yeah. People always think, what, why have I asked that? It's just, Sort of to break the ice a bit. I like so, that. Okay. Should I go? I have mine. Okay. <laughs> Move it along. Um, <laughs> I love roller coasters. I had never been to the UK before I moved here. And when I was little, I used to have a cooking show on TV. Whoa. Perfect. Perfect, thank you. So, would you be able to describe your show in 23 words? I know it's a random amount. Um, yeah, I'm going to like pull up the 23-word copy. <laughs> um, Ariella, do you want to give it a go or should I? Yeah, sure. So, Hive is a lyrical, queer... I'm going to say sci-fi is one word play um, about uh, a multi-generational family and uh, what happens when uh, there's a loss and you have to build a new home. I feel like I did that okay. <laughs> that's pretty that's Um Yeah, my um, questions are not like your normal interview questions there are some aspects but I want to make it as light-hearted as possible and yeah yeah 
No, it's nice. It makes you think about it differently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are your plans to get people in the theatre to get ticket sales? Um, I guess that's a question for me. <laughs> um, well, we are a team of fringe first-timers. Our director, Susie, went last year, so she's been guiding us a little. Um, but it's sort of as a group, this is our first time, so we are um, listening to the wisdom of everybody who has been before, and we are advertising a lot online. We are on Twitter. We are planning on uh, flyering. We are very excited for the games and and Olympic sport that that will be for our team. Um, And we are trying to reach out to a lot of people that we feel will connect with the show in hopes of bringing maybe a new audience into the theater. So we are planning on having caption shows and audio described shows in hopes of making the show accessible. Um, We are show deals with grief. So we are going out to sort of grief networks to invite them. The show is also sci-fi. So we are hoping to uh, bring in people who love sci-fi and maybe theater isn't their thing, but like they want to see what we've done with our cool lighting and interesting stories. So our our show actually, we're hoping to reach kind of a broad audience. And then also we're a queer friend show and we have already, uh, before even getting to Edinburgh, found like such a lovely community online of other queer friend shows. So we are really excited to go see all their shows and, hopefully also invite them and have them in to see us. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it seems like the Fringe is such a community. Sorry. It just seems like there's so, it's, it just seems lovely. It's just like you're all out to each other. But obviously you want to make your show work and like, gain a following and things like that. So it, it, it does seem really nice. I'm yet to go to the Fringe. I'm just so have... busy. Are you going this year? Uh, I'm not. I'm actually working. Oh, okay. And I couldn't get the time off, so unfortunately I can't go. Hopefully next year then. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my blog's not not even making any money yet, so I need like I can't afford like I get offered to sometimes review shows, mm. but I can't afford to go like use a travel like travel to to them, so it's quite difficult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A long game. We feel you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what will you miss most when you're away from home? I will miss my plants and my solitude. Yeah, I was going to say, Ariel is going to miss their personal space. <laughs> what are you going to um, miss? I am, I'm honestly pretty excited to be there. Um, but I think that I, I have really nice, I really like to do yoga in the morning and I like to ride my bike everywhere. And I think I might miss my sort of uh, self-care routines and fitness uh, that I believe I'm going to be foregoing for the time we're up in Edinburgh. Yeah, so I think you'll be, I think you'll be all out of the window. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be ambitious to say that. Uh, 
we're going to be doing yoga in Edinburgh, I think. <laughs> it's a little space in the living room. I feel like... Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll do some group uh, calming activities. Some breathing exercises would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we are... I am very excited to go. I think we all are. Yeah, I think it will be a, an amazing experience. So when when you're in Edinburgh, uh, what are you looking forward to doing aside from the Fringe? Like any sightseeing you've got planned or anything like that? I have heard, I have been told that there is a beautiful beach in Edinburgh that I've never been to. Portobello Beach? I don't want to misspeak. Um, so... Don't quote me. We'll have to Google it. But I've been told that there's a beautiful beach and that you can go there to kind of escape the festival when it feels like too much. Um, and, you know, do some running or walking and just sit on the beach. So I'm really actually quite excited to do that. Uh, that sounds... Uh, that, excuse me. That, that sounds amazing. It's just like... Um, I forgot my train of thought now. You were dreaming about this beach. (laughs) Ariella, what about you? What do you want to do other than the festival? I keep thinking about um, like Arthur's seat and the meadows and just kind of spending time in a park or just kind of like in the sun. Because I I think there's going to be, there's going to be loads to be grateful for and I think having a bit of time to reflect on like just how much we're going to see and experience and being in a new place together, it's going to be fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's where I'm at. I've been to Edinburgh before a couple of times. So I've done, I've done like the castle. I've walked around quite a bit. I mean, it's a, it's a really cool city. So I guess I'm excited to be in Scotland too and be around um, other people. Uh, I I just think it's going to be such a great experience for everybody because it's a real community feel and then you can see each other's shows, you can share your show and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So this is a completely different question. If you could, if you could take over something like the fringe, like a fringe venue, what would be your pro- perfect programming be like of shows? Do you, which one? Was... <laughs> go ahead, Ariel. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Is it, it's it's owned up both of you. Yeah. Well, well. Um. I think I would love to do interactive, immersive, queer work. Um. That's experimental and strange. And lots of opportunities for people to try and test stuff. So not just programmed work, but little bits and pieces where people do like little takeovers of space, Um, maybe some site responsive stuff. And particularly in terms of people who are uh, local coming in and reimagining the space that they're probably in the most. Um, And yeah, I think those are my those are my dream feels, the multidisciplinary kind of weird installation stuff. I actually totally agree. I think maybe we should run this venue <laughs> together. Although I'm also, I would push that I'm also interested in um, work that kind of blends different genres. 
Um, like my background is in dance and I love like what, like when people use movement and comedy and, mm. you know, like theater that is movement and words, like and not necessarily musical theater, like stuff that kind of uh, plays with genre and how we, how we move and use theater in different and unique ways. Yeah, we, we and Ariella, our venue would just be weird. Yeah. All the videos come to us. <laughs> like an indoor forest, magic forest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With fairy lights everywhere. Yeah. And a great bar. We'd have a banging bar. Yeah. That sounds amazing. So um, why should audiences go and see your show? The elevator pitch. Um, I think audiences should come see our show. Um, My favorite words that I use to describe the show is that it's very whimsical and it is very loving. And it's sort of this, you know, there's so much going on at the fringe and there's so much, um, so much amazing art. But I think that our show is going to be a really nice, like, almost pause to come in and just really be in this, like, weird wonderful space and world and almost feel kind of immersed in the in the story um it sort of takes you away every time I watch it I just get really lost in it's such a beautiful story and it's so weird and wonderful um but it doesn't really give you time to sit to think oh this is weird you just kind of go with it and you leave and your heart feels warm and so that's why I think people should come see the show that's amazing. Thank you. Uh, right. So, do you have any, what are, what are your plans for surviving the fringe? Because it's going to be a chaotic month. <laughs> I think our plans are, so far, um, to try our best to make sure um, I'm going to try our best to make sure my team is eating and sleeping <laughs> as much as possible. But I think our plan is to have as much fun as possible. I think that when your activities are full of joy, it takes the stress and the chaos away. So I think that as a team, we might try and embrace chaos and ride the waves and just have fun together, see a lot of shows and do our own show. Yeah. I think rest is going to be very important. Um, <laughs> I I have chronic fatigue syndrome, so for me, um, I think it's doing things within the parameters of what what I am able. And because it's it's such a joy, this is the first time I'm doing fringe. But I think it's um it's not being like I have to do fringe this way. It's I I need to do fringe this way, and I'll still find connections that way. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, so, um, when you originally wrote your work, has it changed at all, like to the state, like majorly, or? Yeah, yeah. It was originally a thirty-minute piece, um, and it's now it's now at that hour mark. So it's been quite a rapid development over the last six months, with a kind of intensive rewrite period about a month ago for a month. So it's um it's been extraordinary growth and it's been really 
lovely to kind of uh, flesh out the world and to have collaborators on board who I can bounce that off of. And I'm really excited. I think like the actors are so fantastic. Um, so that's Emily and Elin. Um, Susie's the director is fantastic. Sophie and Zoe is a producer. Like everyone is fantastic. So it's such a joy to be like, I've, I've written these words, please play with them. And in the future, I think there's even more scope to develop um, potentially slightly longer as well. And yeah, what, I think what... that we're, we're in like a special place because people bring their work to the fringe at different stages. And this is sort of, I would say, a very early stage production for us. So we're excited to see how people respond to it and see kind of even how it develops more. Yeah. That's amazing. What 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 sort of would you say your goals are for your show? Goals. Um, what are our goals, Ariella? Yes. Um. I I think in the future it would be really great to have a partnership with a theatre who really believes in the story, and who we can develop it. Uh, maybe a larger scale or like. Uh, have more development time because obviously we all work and are doing this around other things so I mean the dream like I'm sure you can relate to is having like dedicated space and time to to kind of like extend the story um I think like long term our goals are also to be able to kind of tour it and show it to lots of different people to make sure that we're engaging our audience because one of the thing about fringe that we've been told is it's a really great place to find your audience and to understand your story um, because of the sheer volume of people too. So goals-wise, that that's kind of the thing. Also to meet lots of different people and humans. Um, yeah. Yeah, perfect. It's just the Fringe is such a great place to find your audience. Um, excuse, excuse me. Um, and lo- loads of shows that are currently in the West End have found their place. I'm thinking Six, Choir Man, the play that goes wrong. So it's such a great community. Mm. I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Trying to say it's just there's a lot to be um, lot of goals. I, I I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> No, but it sounds like, you're, yeah, the community and the springboard, like you can connect yeah. with loads of different people. So, um, yeah, it, everyone's all in the same place, which is yeah. incredible. Yeah. So um, what I do near, near the end of um, the in like, the chat, I'm having. I asked you to think of a question for my next guest. I got it from oh, the diary. Of, I got it from the diary of the CEO podcast. So, would you be able to sort of think of a question? I think that the question that I want to ask everybody always is. What show, other than your show, are you most excited to see or, like, meet that team? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's so much hype for Fringe growing online and such in the community. Like, 
I love hearing like what people have like caught, like what has caught people's eye. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm disrupting that. <laughs> so, um, what what show are you excited to see? I'll 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 ask that back at you. Yeah. So, I there's this one show that I like so hype about. They are called Cowboys and Lesbians. Um, I don't know them at all. I've just seen them online, and they look like a lot of fun. And it's like a comedy, and I'm very very excited to see it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not doing this very well today. It's okay. I was late. We're all kind of. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm in a it's hallway. A... <laughs> yeah. Um. I, 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 I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I completely lost my train of thought. No, it's good. You're making me feel more comfortable for uh... <laughs> It's nice to just have chill conversations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I could come up with a question too. I was thinking Oh yeah, that would be yeah, I really liked that question about like if you were going to take over a venue, what what um what would you do there? I think that's such a cool question. I guess this is kind of a dramatic question, but if the world was going to end, what is the last piece of theatre you'd want to see? Oh my god, a little bit dramatic. That's an excellent question. That's a great okay. question. Okay, I like it. We're we're bringing up the stakes. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a, a great question. Thank you. What well, what would you uh, what what would your your what what show would you see? I I feel like I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's the one I'm looking for, but like I feel like one where we're all taking part in it, and it's like a giant happening. And yeah, yeah, something immersive. Yeah, and like disruptive, and where everybody there's no like line between. Oh, I'm the audience. I'm the performer. A lot of logistics involved in that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, our goal for Fringe is to get a budget from someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Fringe is very expensive, and I admire everybody for doing it. Thank you. So so, um, what are your sorts of thoughts on um, immersive theatre? So I... So... I uh, increasingly, in terms of like collaborative practice and working with other people, I feel like I'm really excited by the fact that that can extend 
beyond just being in a team. Um, Hive Hive is a play, so um, but in terms of the team generally, we do do immersive interactive work as well. So I think that's something we have in mind. Um, and in this instance with Hive, it's kind of the imagination of the audience that's being kind of drawn on. But um, with immersive work, obviously it needs to be safe. It needs to be like genuine, meaningful consequence. Um, it's a hard balance to strike and it's not for everyone. But I would say I like in the same way people love games, there's something about taking part directly. Yeah, I, I personally um, have never been to an immersive event before. So I'm not sure how I'd fit I'd necessarily feel, but I'm always willing to give it, sort of, give it a try. Yeah, yeah, which I think is, is such a wonderful thing, because I don't think I used to think that interactive immersive work was for me either. So, yeah, and then and then I saw something that made me feel safe and excited, and then I was like, oh, it can be this, you know, that classic thing. Definitely. I've, I've sort of just noticed uh, as well that we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. So if I had to sort of um, wrap this up a bit, um, what 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 is um, the one thing that you're looking to sort of get out of the fringe? Not necessarily a prof- might not be a professional thing, but more of a personal. I think that I'm really just excited to um, make friends and connections um, and meet, you know, other artists making wonderful work. I keep saying that to me when people are talking about Fringe as the first timer, it sounds like some sort of like emerging artists at Disneyland like let's just like all go there and have an amazing time and and hang out and and meet people um I think that's the best part of theater is the community Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to do that yeah I agree sorry yeah definitely the the theater community is absolutely amazing And yeah, and yeah. Let let me know how you get on in Edinburgh. I look to look forward to seeing photos and videos of your show. We will. We're going to keep you posted. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. Um, if you if you have any news that you want to share, send send me an email. I'll try not to get waylaid with my emails this this time. I, I had over sixty people email me about the French. That's crazy. I would expect that, though. <laughs> Fringe Twitter is crazy. It's awesome, but it's very intense. Yeah. Um. And what what date? Um. What are your dates? And what venue you going to? So we're the second to the fifteenth, um, and we're Assembly Roxy in the downstairs venue. That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. It's been so nice talking to you, Tim, and so nice like reflecting on things in a different way as well. 
Yeah, thank you so much. That's okay. I hope you have a lovely day, whatever you're doing for the rest of your day. Yeah, I hope you can see Hyde one day too when it's like not in Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would love, I would love that. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Thank you for listening to the Stage Spot podcast. You can find Tim Talks Theatre on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, which is now called X. You can also visit our website, timtalkstheatre.co.uk, or you can send me an email, timtalkstheatre at gmail.com.